Good day, Circle Drive Church. Welcome to the guests who are listening online with us. Thank you for joining us today. If I'm honest, I'm missing our Sunday gatherings, but so grateful for technology that we can get together virtually. We are living in unprecedented times in our world. I don't know how you're coping, but I want you to know we will get through this time together and stay connected virtually so you do not have to feel the isolation as deeply. Our staff gather on Zoom each week to pray for you. This week we prayed for our healthcare workers and those in essential services. We ask God to keep you safe and to keep you healthy. If you have prayer requests, please message us and our team will be delighted to pray with you. What I felt after our Zoom prayer time was, I was energized and encouraged. I want that for you too. At Circle, we have emphasized Circle groups for some time, and it is essential when we come to times like this. Your group members can meet on Zoom and continue to encourage one another. If you need help to set up, please message us and we will give you the help that you need. Thank you to those who have reached out to us. You have strengthened us with your encouragement. Some of you have lost jobs and financial resources, and we have prayed for you during this time. Others are in essential services and need prayer to be protected from any illness. We received one call from someone this week who their job is secure, and they were grateful to God for that and wanted to give a special donation to our church. You are a great church, and I thank God for every one of you. Whatever you're feeling these days, God knows, and God is with you, and God is for you. We are entering the Easter season, and many of you have been preparing through the Lent season. There are people of all faiths and without faith. They're kind of curious what this season is all about. And this makes it a season of opportunity. This is the season that reminds us that God can take the worst of our times and make it into something good. God specializes in making crucifixions into resurrections. So together we can walk through this time confident knowing that God is with us. I'm guessing all of us here want our life to count. Many of us have been intentional developing ourselves in some way so that we can make a difference. Our intentional development helps us during times like this. We are the kind of church that encourages people to learn, to grow, and to develop. We also encourage people to overcome their hurts their habits, their hang-ups that impede our growth. Places like The Journey and Divorce Care assist people to overcome past injury and abuse. We know that we can be stuck in the past and unable to move forward. Now, this is important because God created every person to become a positive influence in life. Being in the profession I have been for almost 40 years, I know this to be true by experience. In fact, 30 years ago, Bev and I were invited to accept the role of lead pastor here at Circle. 
Our task was to help the church not lose the secret sauce of Christianity. The sobering truth is that churches can lose their intensity and become social clubs with a Christian orientation. In the first century, Jesus showed up on planet Earth in the region of modern-day Israel. He gathered a few guys together to do life together. It was kind of funny how it all started. He started calling people, and one of the guys decided he was going to bring his brother along, and he said to his brother, hey, just come and see. Come and see what Jesus is all about. Join in and meet him. From that small group of 12, a whole movement was birthed. And when Jesus left the first followers in charge, they took the teachings of Jesus so seriously that it impacted the whole known world. These first century believers loved each other because Jesus said that that would be the distinguishing mark of a Christian, and love they did. People on the outside watched and wanted to be part of this movement called The Way. It was not easy back then to be a Jesus follower. They lived under Roman rule, which was not only secular, but it was brutal. There were no tolerance for any Christianity. The Romans had a system of belief that had multiple gods to worship, and since Christians believed in only one god, they were called atheists by the Romans. It was illegal to gather in Jesus' name or possess writings of a Christian nature. All they had was each other, the teachings of Jesus, and the way of love. And love they did. When there were plagues like coronavirus, it was the Christians who entered into those communities and cared for the sick. Sometimes it cost their own life, but the Romans noted that the Christians loved and were not afraid of death. To us, it seemed radical, but to the early believers, this was normal. So normal that 300 years later, Christianity was declared the official religion of Rome. Today, we are facing new challenges in our world. This is an opportunity for the church to be the church. And we need to ask ourselves the question, what would Jesus do? Sociologists and theologians alike are noting that Christianity is losing its steam in North America and parts of Europe. Were it not for Christian immigrants, immigrants in North America, more churches would be declining and shutting their doors. They note that there are many factors that contribute to the decline of Christian influence, such as prosperity. People with resources trust in their resources rather than God. Recreation, including sports, as competing for our devotion and attention. And we are a travel mobile society, and we are drawn away from community. None of these factors are wrong in themselves, but it can impact our spiritual development. Our world is changing now. We are discovering our finances are not as secure as we once thought. Sports venues are now canceled. Travel is not an option these days. It is causing people to stop and reflect. 
This is good news for those of us who are Christians. The opportunity for conversation is incredible. When you message people, you can ask questions like, how are you doing? What are you feeling? Are you anxious and afraid? And most importantly, can I pray for you? It opens the door to say that God is in control and he can give you his peace. Jesus assembled his disciples together one day. And here's what Dr. Luke recorded in Luke chapter 9, beginning at verse 1. When Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority. Now remember, these 12 men were inexperienced and novices. They, they were not trained theologians. They were a diverse group in vocation and philosophy. Some were businessmen. There was a tax collector. They were politically diverse. The common element was that they were following Jesus and eager to learn. And to this diverse group, Jesus gives them power and authority for what? It says to drive out demons and heal diseases. These disciples, who were novices, were able to live with such authority that the movement of Jesus spread throughout the known world. Despite personal and spiritual attacks, the disciples were faithful to the mission and to the movement. Here in Canada, the enemy is active too. It looks different, but it's prevalent in addictions, conflict, psychological problems, fear and anxiety. It paralyzes us and prevents us from becoming who God designed us to be. Behind some of these forms of bondage is an enemy that many of us need freedom from. And Jesus gives us power and authority to the followers to overcome these problems. Jesus demonstrated how to do that all through his earthly ministry. And then he took his disciples aside and he said, see how I do it? Now I give you power and authority to do the same. You know what? Jesus gives you power and authority to pray for people, to be released from their fear, their anxiety, and their sickness. Pray for one another, as mentioned earlier in this, this broadcast. Message your requests to our prayer line that is on your screen now. Then verse 2 says, He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Bev and I always felt convicted that we need to continually reach those who are not accustomed to faith. It is a crucial element in growing spiritually. I remember the summer of 1990, and we were uh, going up to the lake for vacation before starting our ministry here. Our old car had a water pump failure, and we were stranded on the side of the ro road about a half hour from another city. This was, can you believe it, pre-cell phone days, and a young couple named Dave and Diane and their two children stopped for us on the side of the road. Dave and I uh, drove up to the city to get help, while Diane and Bev and the children waited on the side of the road. We came back with a tow truck, exchanged phone numbers with Dave and Diane, and they went their way, we went ours. 
When we returned from vacation, we sent flowers to their home and a thank you note to Dave and Diane for helping us out in the highway. A couple of days later, a brochure from our church went out to most of the city, and Dave and Diane saw the invitation to the new series that I was teaching. They phoned us immediately and noted, what a coincidence. Received flowers, received this brochure, and then they shared with us that their little boy had just been diagnosed with diabetes. So we invited them over to our place. A very long story shortened, Dave and Diane found Jesus and were baptized. Dave went to seminary and became the outreach director of a church in Edmonton. Needless to say, it changed their life and they found their purpose. It began with a little love, an invitation, and entering into the needs of a family. This is how Christianity started and how it must continue. You know, it's easy to think that the spread of Christianity is for professionals. To which I always say, I'm paid to be good. You're good for nothing. But seriously, Jesus invited everyone to take their faith serious and spread the love. These days, we tend to rely on social media and marketing methods and facilities and programs to do the job. There was nothing wrong with any of these tools, but they can never replace the human touch. What Jesus was pointing out, that if you follow him, it should be part of your routine to invite people to consider investigating faith. A simple invitation to come and see the one who changed your life was normal for the first believers, and it's normal for every believer ever since. And part of the message was to be considerate of those who need healing. One of the ways that Circle helps with healing is what we do through Impact YXE. We partner with agencies that assist the vulnerable. And while we have an emphasis on this once a year, we believe that it is not an event. It is a lifestyle. In these days when the community is anxious and fearful, would you pray for our community partners who are in the front lines of care to those who are vulnerable during this pandemic? Luke says in verse 6, So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. The first followers took Jesus at his word, and what do you know? It was a success. People were impacted by a simple invitation to be delivered and healed by Jesus Christ. During this pandemic, people have time to reflect on what really matters. Some are coming to terms with their fears and their feelings. It is an excellent time to encourage your friends to have hope. We are planning a special Easter Sunday service to be broadcast on Facebook Live. Here is what you can do. Message a few friends and give them an invitation to join us online. All you have to say is, would you celebrate Easter with me? Would you listen online? And I would love to hear your thoughts.
what would happen if every person here invited a friend or a friend or two during this Easter season? Let's pray that many people would find hope and healing and deliverance as they come to believe in the resurrected Jesus Christ. Would you take a moment to pray with me right now? Father, thank you for your presence with us. I ask that you would give us your peace and your healing for all your people. May they sense the encouragement of the Holy Spirit during this time. We give our fears and our anxieties to you, and we ask that you would pour out your spirit in us and give us hope and give us boldness and give us a vision of our future which could be bright and help us see and embrace opportunities as we invite our friends to join us for our Easter service. We pray we would find favor and we would find that we are a message of hope to all that we contact. God, we believe that you are in control and we look to you for answers. May you become our hope and our strength in these days. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.